This is the Go Blue Crew. You know, there's not a lot of positive to talk about right now, obviously, and I wish we could come in and be this beaming light of hope, but in all honesty, in all reality, that just wouldn't be a fair representation of what's going on right now. And Derek, I, you, you brought up uh, a very interesting column from USA Today. You shared it with me. I read it after that. I saw it passed around on Twitter a little bit. So could you just walk us through what this column was and you know, the main points? Yeah, Dan Wolken put something out on USA Today uh, talking about that if Jim Harbaugh fails at Michigan, it says more about uh, Michigan as a program than it does about him as a coach. And I thought it just brought up an interesting point and kind of obviously uh, refers to what you see around part of the fan base and, and some columnists other places about is Harbaugh the right fit still? Are things going well? Is he Has he lost control? One thing I'll say is if you look around the nation of college football, it's not as bad as, as other situations are. I look at like a Butch Jones. I think that's much worse. Uh, and two, I think a lot of people are such short, they have such a short memory when it comes to Michigan football uh, that I think that that's why a column like this really kind of struck with me. It's a two, two 10 win seasons Harbaugh's uh, given us. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, there's obviously been ups and downs, and every year he's been the coach, and, and it hurts to lose to Michigan State, and it hurts to get drubbed like Penn State. But I do agree. I don't think it's if he were to walk away, and I think that's the only way he leaves Michigan is if he chooses to. I don't think there'll be a time where, where he gets fired. Uh, but I do think it would speak more about how tough it is to coach at Michigan. And we've talked before that the toughest job is, is Michigan quarterback. The toughest job really anywhere, uh, I'd say in college football, is probably the Michigan head coaching job. And, and you, saw, you saw obviously a guy like Bo, uh, Lloyd Carr, who people loved until he kind of uh, overstayed. Uh, obviously Rich Rodriguez, a guy that no one was really comfortable with. Uh, Brady Hoke, who was a Michigan man who was supposed to save everything, who was unable to do so. And now you've got Jim Harbaugh, the savior of, of everybody, who even he's human and even he's having struggles and, and, and coaching a young team. So overall, I think that this is a really good piece. I think it's really well-timed, and I'm curious to see how the rest of the season goes. Uh, and, and I think I, I would like to see how the fan base reacts in kind of a week-to-week basis and are there still going to be the people that want him out? Or is it going to be like the fire beeline crowd every year? I mean, how is it going to look at the end of this year, next year, three years to come if he's still the head coach at Michigan? I've been really interested by how quickly things have changed when you look at the time leading up to his hire and then his eventual hire and then that first 10-3 and three season. It seems like we've come a long way since then, and obviously a lot has happened, and I don't want to say that the fan base has turned against him, because I don't think that's the case at all. But you see a growing presence for these people who, if they aren't saying this isn't the right thing explicitly, they're beginning to question it, and they're beginning to wonder um, if Jim Harbaugh's ways are outdated, if he can really uh, you know, turn a team around with with his players the way that Urban Meyer and James Franklin have done at Ohio State and Penn State. You know, I talked earlier this season, or it might have even been preseason, about um, how Urban Meyer, what he did in year three, 
won a national championship, and he was uh, doing it with a lot of um, new pieces, you know, similar to what Michigan is dealing with right now. And, and I was saying, can Jim Harbaugh pass that test that Urban Meyer created? And you know, so far the answer is no. So it, I just go back to how quickly things have changed and how many people it looks like are beginning to move away from this idea of Jim Harbaugh being a Michigan savior. And it's, you know, we'll see where it goes, like you said, but as, as of right now, it's definitely, um, it's looking a little shaky, I would say. Yeah, it's not fun to see either. I mean, this is obviously much different than than the fan base was just excited about his hire. I would go ahead and say every single person that's making a negative comment now was just as excited as we were when uh, Jim Harbaugh was announced the Michigan head coach. I guess my question is, is when do the expectations of a Michigan fan or a Jim Harbaugh fan, or maybe I guess just a Jim Harbaugh-led Michigan team, when do those expectations actually start to become realistic? Like when will people actually look at the team, where the program's at, the system Jim Harbaugh is trying to run, and say, hey, two losses like that we've seen this year aren't really that surprising. This wasn't a national championship team. Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, it's easy to sit here right now and just kind of you know, face the facts and say this isn't a very good football team. I mean, sure, they're going to go to a bowl game and uh, maybe they'll get like nine wins or something. But if you go back to the beginning of the season, especially after that win over Florida, which is, you know, the Gators are a whole other conversation, how they've kind of fallen off the map. But you go back to August and it's like you never would have seen this coming course we should have we should have at least had it in our peripheral but it was like laser focus on this um you know this Jim Harbaugh effect that was gonna really take effect in in year three here with his guys his you know core group of players that he brought here and so you know um I mean right now we can we can sit here and say yeah it's just isn't a very good football team there are people holding out, of course, as there always will be, and I don't know what it would really take for the rest through the, through the rest of the year for people to you know, shift one way or the other. That's that's a really difficult conversation and probably something we wouldn't be able to identify until after the fact. You can go back and and maybe try to pull audio, but I don't ever remember personally thinking that this team was going to accomplish all that much. I was more so maybe hopeful for a shot at the Big Ten Championship if things fell the right way, but I I thought Indiana was a trap game. I saw Penn State as a game they could lose, but the one that I thought they'd win. I saw Wisconsin as a loss, and I saw Ohio State as a loss. I still think on the schedule now that Wisconsin is a team Michigan could beat, but I think it's probably a loss if they play like they did Saturday or against Michigan State. I think Ohio State is going to be a really tough team to beat. And there's teams coming up, Rutgers, uh, Minnesota, and Maryland, that I'm more concerned about than I would have been at the beginning of the season. So I think the only difference for me is it's not any worse than I thought in terms of the games they're winning and the games they're losing. I expected them to lose games. I didn't expect the offense to be in this position. I didn't expect the defense to look so dominant at times, but then other times look really susceptible. And I guess my thing now is, were we fooled 
after the Florida game, one, thinking Florida was a better team than they were this year, and two, just looking at that defense in the first few weeks and saying, this team might be unbeatable because of the defense. Did the defense growing up the same place that we all had question marks? Who's going to cover receivers? How are they going to win games if, if they're young and inexperienced? When the defense proved us wrong and proved that whole theory of, hey, we're not young, uh, that just uses that just gives us motivation, we're, we're better than people think, did that fool us and change our expectations to think that they were actually a national championship team? Um, I would say probably. And the reason I say that is because, and I can in, kind of include myself with this crowd, but it seems like we all thought, or most of us thought, that this defense would be able to carry Michigan through a lot. And it has, definitely. I mean, you look at games against, like, uh, Florida and Cincinnati, Indiana, kind of. I mean, these are games where if Michigan doesn't play really well, then or if the defense doesn't play really well, then Michigan, you know, maybe doesn't win those games. And even against Michigan State, you know, the, the, the second-half performance in that game – was spectacular and Michigan still couldn't win that game so I do think that we, we sort of fell into that trap of thinking the defense could save all things that go wrong because they're that good and it's not saying that they're not really good it's just saying that you know in part um, the offense has stumbled a lot further than we thought it would and teams are able to you know like Penn State, for example, they're able to take advantage of some things on defense, and, and it makes Michigan's offense pretty much obsolete because at a certain point, like, they can't come back. They're just not capable of that. Yeah, no, I'm right I'm right there with you. I, I can see all of that. I think my biggest beef right now is with the fans who are disappointed and wondering and questioning if, if this is the right fit and if this system's going to work and win a national championship. Valid questions, for sure. But I know for a fact, just just running the Wolverine Sounds Twitter account, that some of these are the fans that when I said, what are your expectations after Michigan lost to Michigan State, that still said, ah, this is a national championship team. You have to be out of your mind to watch that Michigan-Michigan State game. I don't care how good the defense was in the second half. You are out of your mind if you watched that game and still thought that Michigan was going to be a national championship game. And so if those people are the ones that have these opinions of of Jim Harbaugh and maybe the system doesn't work, I don't even I can't even take those seriously. And a lot of the people that say that stuff, just scrolling through some of the other irrational things they say about sports and politics, whatever else it is, it's like I can't even I can't even comprehend that level of what comes off as someone who's uneducated and doesn't pay attention. It's a fan that they say they like Michigan. They really just view wins and losses. They don't know anything about the system that's being run. They don't know anything about the, the history of, of Michigan and where they've come from. I can't stand that. And maybe it's because I run a handle like that. I know you do as well. And then you've had experience obviously running the Big House Report in the past. But if you think you were going to see a national champion come out of Michigan after that loss to Michigan State, then I have to say you're absolutely just stupid. <laughs> Derek, I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever spoken that boldly 
on here before, but that's how you feel, huh? That's how I feel, man. Like I like to think that you and I, and the reason we love doing what we do, and the reason we love talking about Michigan football, not because we're the most educated, not because we know what we're talking about, but I at least feel like we give a realistic approach to what's going on. Each week we break down what we think could happen. Each week we come back and we recap how it went, were we right, were we wrong, how far were our score predictions off. I, I think that both of us never really thought this was a national championship team. I don't think we were fooled to ever think that this was a national championship team after the first few wins. And then once you see a game like Indiana, you're like, okay, this is still not very good. And then you, you get pounded by Penn State. I mean, I'm just looking for Michigan to to not lose more than one other game. If they can beat a team like Wisconsin, I think some of these fans who are so irrationally mad right now and thinking Harbaugh could potentially be on the hot seat or going to bolt to the NFL, I think maybe a win at Wisconsin kind of cures that for them. I mean, what do you what do you think cures the season for for the people who are obviously just have their lives ruined because Michigan's lost two football games? That's national championship or bust for me, Derek. You idiot. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, you know what? I mean, uh, what's the old saying? Winning is the best medicine. Winning cures all. Um, you got to get through these next few games unblemished, in my opinion, because they're three very winnable games. And I would say winning winning one of the, the final two against Wisconsin or Ohio State. Obviously, if you could take your pick, you would say beat the beat the Buckeyes and who cares what happens to Wisconsin. But you know, realistically, I think winning one of those games uh, would, would maybe do the trick and it, it'd bring people back and say, hey, look, Michigan won a big game. Because that kind of brings up a second point that I think a lot of, uh, you know, one reason that so many people are angry right now is because Michigan does, doesn't have doesn't do very well in big games so far. I mean, uh, they had a big game at the time against Northwestern in 2015, and they shut them out. That was a great game. And they beat Wisconsin last year. Outside of that, like I can't think of a big game that Michigan's won under Harbaugh. They've done a lot of flopping, you know, Penn State being the most recent example. So I think if, if you're able to go out and beat either Wisconsin or Ohio State and not drop a game to like Rutgers or Maryland, then you're going to be okay. And you're, you're going to have most of the people back. And the people who aren't back, I'll, I'll use some lighter terminology, but it, it, they, they're just irrationally hopeful for something that was just never in the cards really to begin with. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I liked about this article is is uh, we were talking about it before the show, you were two and I was five the last time Michigan shared a national title. It's not like Michigan's really showed us anything in our life, lifetime that that we should believe other than just this hope that we have that Michigan is actually going to be a national championship team. It's not like it's at the stage of an Alabama or even an Ohio State or even a Michigan State that's in the last decade. Uh, Wisconsin has more Big Ten titles since 97 than, than Michigan does. So it's I think there is a false hope sometimes, and then there's that, that just – that irrational hope of, hey, I, I want this to happen. I understand I want Michigan to win every game too. I guess my, my last kind of thought is if Michigan does not beat, say they win the next three, but they don't beat Wisconsin, uh, they do not beat Ohio State, and I won't even talk about a bowl game because it's tough to even predict where they'll be. 
What do you think the expectation is next year? Harbaugh still doesn't have that signature win or that breakthrough victory outside of the Wisconsin and, and Northwestern, which were big wins. What's what's 2018 look like then? Is everybody just kind of reset each year and say, oh, undefeated national championship caliber team? Oh, I think we we basically come around and say, forget what happened last season. Michigan in 2018 is a national title contender. And I don't care if Michigan loses every game the rest of this season. I think that'll be the case. And I would see, I mean, I, I see the argument. It's going to be a very experienced team next year. It's going to probably be a very talented team. And, you know, we've, we've kind of been looking at, at 2018 since the end of last season as a year where Jim Harbaugh's Michigan team can really big, break through. So, you know, unless something crazy happens and, and unless, you know, Michigan's defense turns to crap and the offense scores six points a game the rest of the season, I'll, I'll be at least halfway on board with thinking that Michigan could be a legit title contender next year just based on what they have coming back. I think that'd be a, a pretty legitimate argument in all honesty. Yeah, I've been saying since he was hired that 2018 seemed like it'd be the year or maybe 2019 when the big games like uh, Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State are all at home. I've always thought 2018 and 2019 would be the year if he does it. However, what I would like to see differently in the future, and I'm right there, I'm, I'm at least halfway on board already that this team should be experienced, they should be a lot better next year, that would be a good chance for them to do it or at least win the Big Ten to start. But let's. I would love to see fans focus from having that short-term memory because what's going to be really important as we approach next year and finish out this year is remembering who this team was the year before. This is much different than last year. This is a very different team than in 2016. It's more of like the gap between 15 and 16 where some of the guys came back and you expected them to develop. Those expectations are real. You expect anyone who's young now in Michigan's team that's returning to be better and perform at a higher level. Obviously, a quarterback situation needs to be figured out. That's why people are calling to see Brandon Peters now. However, I think it's also good to remember that the same guys that are going to be on the roster last year are the same guys that didn't get it done against Michigan State, couldn't do anything against Penn State, and maybe had trouble with some of these three teams coming up, and then we don't know the result of Wisconsin-Ohio State. So I just can't, from a logistical standpoint of thinking, I can't just do the whole clean slate, forgetting about what happened last year, this is going to be an undefeated team. And I guess I just don't understand how anyone has the ability to do that. You know, I think it just comes down to most of us um, are, are diehard fans, and it's what we do as fans. It's what fans of, of any team, college football, NFL, MLS, EuroLeague, soccer, like it doesn't matter. It's what we do as fans. And I think the the really important thing to do then once you accept that you're at least in part irrational because of who you like and who you dislike, it's to not let your hopes and dreams being crushed drive you to being um, unjustifiably angry. In this case, twenty six or excuse me, twenty seventeen isn't going the way you want it to. Therefore, Jim Harbaugh is not the guy. He needs to go one way or the other. If he leaves or he's fired, whatever, he needs to go. Those like that's not a rational leap in judgment. 
It's perfectly fine to be upset. I'm upset. You're upset. Everyone's upset. Perfectly fine. It's where you go from there. Like, what is your assessment beyond that? That's where we can kind of make the judgment of, okay, are you looking at this through clear lenses or are you just that hopeless that you're going to be driven to these measures that really aren't just aren't called for right now? Absolutely. Are you, I mean, are you still betting on Harbaugh if given the opportunity? Oh, yeah. I think um, just, even if you just look at the, the things he's done at, at all his stops previously, that right there should be reason enough to say, we got to give this a little more time. It's only year three. I think people maybe forget that sometimes. Like this is, this is not year six and seven where we're seeing the same things happen. We complain about the same things happening because they're frustrating, but it's year three, and we need to understand that when we talk about Harbaugh's successes and failures. So I'm still right there with I'm I'm right on the Harbaugh train. There's no doubt. I'd I'd conduct the damn thing if they let me. Hey, I'd I'd join you in doing so. I think what's going to be curious for me, and I've been able to look way further ahead than I think a lot of people have been able to, because I understand it's right now you want wins every Saturday. But I want to see, again, I don't think Harbaugh would be fired. Is there a chance he walks away at some point? Yes. But I would say that it's going to be a much different situation, as it already is, than a Rich Rod and Brady Hoke, because it's not going to be that three to four year and you're done type thing. I don't think he'd leave that soon. And like I said, they're definitely not firing him that soon. So it might take that year four, year five, year six, possibly even a year seven if he's around before I think we actually start to see and can judge his accomplishments at Michigan. Year three, it's super early. We're we're over halfway through, and it's sometimes amazing to think that it is only year three and that there were only two years before this. And again, two 10-win two seasons, something that I was I feel like is an accomplishment and something that I use as, as a positive for why Jim Harbaugh is, is the right answer. So it's hard to look forward to those next years, but hey, if it's any sign People are going to be impatient, and unless he's winning every game, I think this is going to be a repeated process anytime Michigan loses a football game during his entire tenure, whether it's four years or 40. I 100% agree. So I want to wrap it up here with a question for you, and this is kind of a, a tough question, and I understand, but just want to hear your opinion. At the end of this season, it's all said and done. Um, I guess we'll say before the bowl game. So we're looking at that gap between the end of the regular season and a bowl game. Is the overall mood of this fan base positive or negative? I think it's split right in the middle. I think there'll be enough in the next five games where we'll be able to see more of what Michigan brought to the table. I think some decisions like seeing Brandon Peters would make a certain crowd just happy enough as it is. Um, some people are, are obviously in that mind point of, hey, if we're going to lose, I'd rather see a guy that's going to be around next year get the experience. I understand that. I'm leaning towards that way, at least from an experience standpoint myself. But I think you'll have people that are just upset. Just like if they lose to Ohio State, no matter if they win the all of the other games, people are still going to be upset. But when we're heading into bowl season and we've got three, four weeks to talk about and kind of analyze how the fan base is looking at things, I think it'll honestly be spit right down the middle. I think some people will say, hey, not a bad season for a young team, much more to come, because at the end of the season, you can finally look forward to next season. And then I think there'll be the same group that's 
I'm still not sure about Harbaugh. He played close against three teams he should have beat. He lost to Wisconsin on the road in a close one and got dismantled by Ohio State. I think if that's the case, then you'll definitely have fans that are in the same position as they are now. But put Brandon Peters in a couple of times, uh, win maybe a big ball game or a convincing win over a Rutgers, Minnesota, or Maryland. I think you'll have more people kind of on our side of, hey, I'm buying into Harbaugh. I'm excited for next season, and I still believe he's the best fit. All right. Well, Derek, I think you'll agree these conversations absolutely suck, if not only because it means things just aren't going very well right now. And I uh, hope we don't have to keep doing it, but you know, if we do, um, I think we're two level-headed people, to be honest with you. We don't let idiots on this podcast, not a chance. <laughs> so thanks for checking us Amen. out on the Go Blue Crew. <laughs> If you want to check us out on Twitter and Facebook, you can do that at Wolverine Sounds. That's also what you can search on iTunes to subscribe. So thanks for listening, and go blue. Go blue.